Get ready to unleash your inner rebel with Renegade Woman, the podcast that gives badass women the tools to conquer their health and wellness. I'm your host, Sheila Jackson. You can call me SJ, board certified holistic health practitioner and certified renegade who's here to shake up the wellness world. From smashing stress to flipping the script on hormone imbalances, we'll dive deep into the topics that matter to you, the ambitious woman who refuses to settle for anything less than your best. Renegade Woman is all about taking control and living life on your own terms. So come on, Rebels, join the movement, and start living your best life. Medications could be something that people want to do because they have high symptomatology in another place, but medications actually are one, they were on our list of top tens, and we'll send that out again, the top 10 things that actually destroy the um, gut wall and persistent use of medications is absolutely one of those things. And does anybody else want to ask me any questions about her shit? Okay, I'll be like my 12-year-old grandson talking about farting. Please. Um, what, what causes that? I mean, the gas, and in some societies, it's like in Japan, it is encouraged for people to let it go, even in public, which can be disconcerting to some of us <laughs> understand that culture, but they consider that very healthy. Yeah, it's just kind uh, of- I mean, it's a buildup of gases, right? And so I don't persist, I don't personally think, or what I recommend is, healthy to necessarily like keep that in all the time. But if it's a persistent problem, it's generally like if it's you are very gassy, gassy, which is belching and farting, it's, you know, I mean, if you're a guy and you find it really funny, you might not think it's a problem because it could be the thing that, you know, gets everybody laughing every time you get together or like it's a great conversation thing. Personally, like if it's one of those things that's happening a whole lot, it's definitely a sign that there's something else going on. Intolerance of certain foods, I, I notice more yeah. of that. I also notice like when we go to the mountains mm-hmm. and I walk upstairs, I yeah. fart with every step. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just shared that. Yeah, the altitude <laughs> impacts somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, embarrassing if somebody's behind <laughs> you but <laughs> or it's funny if you have some, hey if you had somebody like joe behind you you would be entertaining him the whole way because <laughs> he just thinks it's the greatest thing in the whole wide world <laughs> even the freedom of having allowing it to just be what it is like dang i don't know if i'll ever get that relaxed i always say you know stressed bodies generally do not poop Uptight bodies don't poop. I have a friend who used to say that if you're farting, it's an indication that you need to go to the bathroom. I've heard people say that too. That you need to go shit. Yeah. I think there's people that fart that still can't poop though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think, I know. I mean, people share that kind of thing with me. So yeah. (laughs) Like they have the gas, but they're not having the bowel movements, right? (laughs) This gas can be really uncomfortable. Oh, really? And so, and I found that, you know, very loose, loosey-goosey stools, I say, can be happening to us when we're having a hard time holding boundaries for ourselves and with others. 
And what I mean by that is, I mean, a boundary could just be, hey, you know, like I know I've got these food sensitivities, but I'm going to keep eating the things that my body, you know, the foods that aren't best for me. So real important things that I found to having a healthy gut microbiome is you absolutely have to get a handle on your stress and your stress response. You have to get a handle. You have to take control of your stress response because if you don't get a handle on your stress response and cortisol is pumping out chronically, you are destroying the gut wall. It destroys the gut wall among other things. So upstream from gut problems is the stress response. You have, and then think stressors, like really because this area of the body is so, right, it is responsible for absorbing and like synthesizing nutrients that actually fuel and and, and make body-wide system function possible. Your body's going to run the best. Your body's going to drop excess weight. Actually, not being able to lose weight and obesity, science more and more is linking that to an imbalanced gut microbiota. When you have an when you are weight loss resistant, you've exercised, you're you're calorie restricting, you're doing all these different things and weight's just not coming off. It's pretty it would be a next best step in my opinion to look at the bacteria and the what is colonizing in the gut. Because when there is an imbalance there, that is that is a sign that even science is linking to um, the obesity epidemic. Um, so in children, mm-hmm. right, and you're looking at their poop because obviously you're still <laughs> potty training, changing diapers, <laughs> all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, can they have leaky guts as well? If, if yeah. they're toddlers. Potentially. I mean, the thing, you know, yes, potentially they could because it's our gut microbiota. I don't know that the gut wall, I don't know the degree to which there could be damage per se to the gut wall versus just a really unhealthy, like an imbalance, an overgrowth of of bacterias that is causing them to have a really negative imbalance right going on there which could be affecting it which that in and of itself will also destroy the gut wall so the gut wall keeps what's happening there right from getting into the bloodstream but it doesn't mean that when they're young they aren't experiencing a great imbalance there so maybe the gut wall hasn't been impaired or impacted to the degree a a, a older person would be or you know, as we grow, but it doesn't, it absolutely could be that there's an imbalance there that's not help, you know, that's not helpful. And I actually think that's probably going on a lot more for kids today because the way we eat, I mean, if I just think of what the foods and beverages are that children's children consume, that high sugar, just think of high sugar, right? Um, low, uh, low nutritional value in foods. I mean, kids, kids eat what they're fed 
but they learn pretty young, like, ooh, yucky vegetables and things like that. So then, and then they get to be teenagers and they eat what their friends are eating and it kind of gets away from even the family unit more. And so you think about the years that kids are consuming a lot of junk a lot of times, absolutely the imbalance there can cause other health problems. And so it wouldn't be unheard of. That was a good question. Thanks for asking me that. Anybody else have a question? It's 1048. One more thing about the the foods, the high fiber that are remarkable at kind of pushing things through your system, mm-hmm. be able to eliminate a lot of the old poop that's been hanging out there for a while. So that's why the nutritional aspect of it is so critical, I think. Well, and we hear a lot of talk today about pre and um, pro and prebiotics. Yes. So prebiotics can be something that can be really helpful in, you know, helping to balance what's going on there. It's not really going to be helpful, though, if you're not doing the things to correct and repair like the gut lining, the gut wall to strengthen the function and the structure of the gut wall. Um, It's kind of chicken and the egg. And then there's a lot of conversation around prebiotics. What prebiotics basically are is fiber. That's what prebiotics are, because generally speaking, we don't get near enough of it. You're talking about Siobhan, like really eating fibrous foods, which is a, definitely a lot more vegetables, a lot less meat, a lot more, a lot less animal products and a lot more plants. Let's just say it like that. And so prebiotics are fiber. So what are probiotics? So they're helping to address the actual flora, right? So it's like when you take antibiotics and they destroy the good and the bad, the probiotics are going in there to nourish basically the bacteria and strengthen um, the environment so that the good bugs can thrive. Because basically what we want, you're always going to have a mix of both. But what happens is when the environment is good, when the environment, there's a healthiness to the environment, then it, and it's 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 a system-wide healthiness because again, we talk chicken and the egg, right? Like if your stress response super high, it's breaking down the gut wall, there's going to be an imbalance. You're eating, that's a stressor. You're eating bad. That creates an imbalance breaking down the gut wall. Probiotics are there to like nourish the beneficial bacteria. A great thing to do like after you've been taking antibiotics for sure. And I think that's part of what goes on that, you know, like it's an incomplete, a lot of times incomplete treatment when we get put on antibiotics, but then nobody really gives us like a protocol to help bring back the, bring back the healthy bacteria population within our gut or nourish. So I definitely, I don't really prescribe or believe that probiotics are something that people should just stay on the rest of their life. I have a much different take on supplementation now, given the education that I've got and just the results I've watched and how I think supplementation is something for the most part, depending, it's very individualized and it's a very dynamic thing based on where the body is metabolically at the time. And that actually when you're addressing all of the body systems and really more of a natural living kind of lifestyle and really addressing and and really living from a place of wellness leadership, meaning, you know, the wellness right here is how I lead. That's what leads every decision I make, every 
you know, what I put in, when I really stop polluting myself, let's say like that, um, probiotics are not something that you need to stay on forever just because, I mean, you know, the messaging out there would might tell you something different, but the body is innately, I mean, it is beautifully designed to balance for us to have this amazing stress resilience. And when we give it the right things, when we nourish it both inside and outside, from the inside and the outside, the body doesn't need to have a bunch of supplements and pills and potions and things. It is something that can be more prescriptive based on where are you at. You know, over 50, we know people, women, men and women both, their DHEA is going to drop dramatically after 50. But, you know, depending on how nutritionally sound, how sound the body systems are, one person might experience it worse than the other. I mean, there's there's certain things we want to supplement, but as the body systems come back online, it isn't so obvious. The deficits don't become so obvious, which then lead to a lot of dysfunction and a lot higher, a lot more um, painful symptomatology, a lot more struggle within our own bodies. And brains. When I say bodies, I'm always talking about the brain too. So those are all great questions. Does anybody have? I mean, I really want to thank everybody for the questions they've asked. Does anybody else have any questions about their shit before we get off? Any, I mean, figuratively, literally or figuratively and how it relates to how your body's functioning. This is a great place to have conversations. And I love it when people ask questions because what I have come to know is that when one woman asks a question, there are other women that want to know the answer to that. And when we're brave enough to say what we haven't, you know, or ask what we haven't yet asked, it actually leads the way for somebody else to get their question answered that maybe hasn't asked it yet either. So thanks ladies for showing up and I'll see you here next time. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. And I want to keep this party going. In the show notes below, you'll find all the links that you'll need to follow along on social, learn about some of my favorite products along the way in the SJ Recommend section, or hop on a discovery call with me for some one-to-one support. I'll say bye for now. Until next time, keep it wild, Renegades.